This is VOA News. I'm Michael Brown. AP correspondent Ed Donahue reports the United States is preparing new punishment for Russia over the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. President Biden met with Navalny's widow and daughter in San Francisco. As you state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage. And it's amazing how his wife and daughter are emulating that. The meeting leads up to an announcement of new U.S. sanctions against Russia. Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs Victoria Nuland described them as crushing, targeting not just those responsible for Navalny's death. The vast majority of them, though, are designed to uh, further attrit Putin's war machine to close uh, gaps in the sanctions regime that that he has been able to evade. Newland says Vladimir Putin believes he can wait out the West on Navalny and Ukraine. We need to prove him wrong. I'm Ed Donahue. For the first time in 50 years, a U.S. craft touched down on the moon. We are on the, on the surface and we are transmitting and uh, welcome to the moon. But company officials at Intuitive Machines, a private company that created the lunar lander, say it was sending a weak signal. The U.S.-based company was striving to become the first private business to pull off a lunar landing, a feat achieved by only five countries. The craft is part of NASA's efforts to commercialize moon deliveries ahead of the planned return of astronauts. There hasn't been a U.S. spacecraft on the moon since the end of NASA's Apollo program. And the South Korean and U.S. militaries flew advanced stealth jets Friday to a, a joint Exercise to shoot down incoming enemy missiles, according to South Korea's Air Force. It's an apparent response to a recent spate of missile tests by North Korea. For more news, please join us at VOANews.com. This is VOA News. Israeli strikes in Gaza killed 48 Thursday as fears mount over humanitarian crises and the West Bank violence. We get more details from AP correspondent Karen Chalmers. A flurry of seven Israeli strikes hit Rafah, one of them flattening a large mosque and devastating much of the surrounding block. Footage from the scene showed Al Farouk Mosque pancaked to the ground, with its concrete domes tumbled around it and nearby buildings shattered. Another strike hit a residential home in Rafah, sheltering the Al Shair family, killing several people, including a mother and her child. The Israeli offensive in Gaza continues amid a worsening humanitarian crisis and potential starvation in the territory. The foreign ministers of 26 European countries have called for a pause in fighting, leading to a longer ceasefire. They urged Israel not to take military action in Rafah that they say would worsen an already catastrophic humanitarian situation. I'm Karen Chamas. Senegalese President Macky Sall said Thursday that he will end his term in April as expected, but he didn't give a new date for the presidential election originally scheduled for Sunday. The Constitutional Court has ordered the government to set a new election date as soon as possible, but Saul's government so far has not set that date. Doctors and potential parents are wondering what to do next with the ruling by the Alabama State Supreme Court here in the U.S. on frozen embryos. We get more details from the AP's Jackie Quinn. Several medical facilities, including the University of Alabama at Birmingham, are halting their in vitro fertilization programs, with the state Supreme Court saying that frozen embryos are legally considered the same as children, and providers can be held responsible for their deaths. Equating an embryo to a child is scientifically unfounded. In Atlanta, Dr. Jennifer Kawas at Emory's Reproductive Center. Limiting the capacity of physicians 
services to care for patients with infertility. But at the Fertility Institute of North Alabama, Dr. Brett Davenport tells the AP they'll continue providing services as usual. We will um, adjust our informed consents and re redo those with all of these patients. Some legal experts think the Alabama ruling is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm Jackie Quinn. Panamanian authorities Thursday ordered the arrest of former President Ricardo Martinelli, who has been holed up in the Nicaraguan embassy since receiving political asylum from that country earlier this month. A judge approved the request change of Martinelli's conditional release that he stood while he appealed the 10-year sentence for money laundering conviction, according to the federal judiciary. For more news, please join us at voanews.com. I'm Michael Brown, VOA News. <laughs>